Stupid Hearts Club is yours to enjoy for free wherever you get your podcasts. But if you've fallen deeply in love with the show, or me, even though that's a bit weird because we've never met, then you might want to consider supporting the show via patreon.com forward slash stupid hearts club for about five or a month you can indulge in your sick little fantasy that i am your very own little audio husband friend without ever having to deal with the fact that in real life i leave socks and half drunk glasses of water everywhere either way i'm very happy you're here so please enjoy the show This episode was recorded while my podcast was still called GSOH. Don't be confused, you're in the right place. GSOH. Good sense of humor. Podcast by Nico. By Nico to. By Nico to Taravich, where he tries with. talks to people. I'm talking over my own introduction. Did that on purpose. I don't know if you've ever noticed, but I used to say the new podcast, and now I just feel like it isn't a new podcast. So what I do is every week I get that little bit and I cut out the bit where I say new. So it just says the podcast because it isn't new anymore, is it? It's still finding its feet. Let's be honest about that. But it isn't new. This is week 13. And for the superstitious amongst you, you will know that that is a very unlucky number. So what better way to celebrate bad luck by um, dent of celebrating the fact that I've got the misfortune to be friends with Alistair Griggs. We did an episode this week might be Monday night. And as you will soon see, the conversation became troubling and dark immediately. Not literally immediately, but yeah, he just jumped straight into the first subject. And I'm not going to lie to you, the first subject involves serious um, terminal illness. Something he revisits later in the episode with another one of his fun little ideas. So I'm just warning you now, if anyone you know is not well and you feel sensitive about it, you might want to give Alistair Griggs a miss. That said, in the spirit of good sense of humour and in the spirit, especially for those of you who are already used to sort of slightly dark humour from, from, uh, from following Matt, and listening to him and me and whatever and just, you know, having a safe space to go a bit dark. And I think you'll probably be all right. I think you'll love it. This man's mind 
just never ceases to amaze me. And I don't even think he's putting it on. Anyway, it's a cracker, in my opinion. Little audio update. Um, I think we can all tell by now that I'm not an audio technician. I think this, at least in this episode, the volumes of the two participants will be more equal. But I still had a bit of EQ business to sort out. I got, I listened to it all at the end and I was basically doing this. I'm going to do it on purpose now. I was going... Plosives, they're called. And it was like... I may, I think I've pretty much fixed it, but I had to dick around quite a bit to try and reduce those frequencies. It's a learning curve. It's one that I'm enjoying. Anyway, it's totally listenable. I walked around and listened to the episode and laughed a lot at stuff Griggs was saying. So, without further ado, please welcome Alistair Griggs to... Episode 13 of GSOH. <laughs> Recording the Clean Feed Session with Alistair Griggs <laughs> on GSOH. Hello, Alistair. Hi, Nico. Okay, I'm trying to sound confident. <laughs> so, what was that? It just begins, doesn't it? <laughs> it just begins the just the the what? Dial me up for some the torture. what? The what? Yeah. Well, this we is go. this is um, special special times because for the, for the first time, I am recording in Clean Feed Pro, which means that both Alistair and I will be in separate audio tracks, which means that I can turn the volume up and down on individuals and not have a massively one-sided volume fight going on between me and my guest. So to everyone out there who's been listening and that's been happening and has been a bit annoying, hopefully this week I will have rectified it. So what you're listening to now even if one of us was louder or quieter, I will have fixed it in the mix, as they say. That's an old term. It's a musical term, Alistair. Um, if you've got a problem that you just can't fix, complete the, the phrase, please, Alistair. Um, you can do it in the mix? You can do it in the mix. Exactly right. Did you? Oh. Was that a guess, or have you have you heard that sort of sample before? I've heard that sample. I don't know who sang it. Um, oh, I don't, actually. And uh, I presume it's more of a sort of a metaphor rather than a kind of literal no, description it's, it's both, of music. It? It's literal. Yeah, no, right. if you've got a problem that you just can't fix, you can do it in the mix. Mm. I'm sceptical about that. Well, I'm telling you that it's true. As someone that spent a lot of time in music studios, if you make oh, like God. a... If, you're, if, if a band recorded a live take of a song... And there's, they've all got like microphones on their amps and on their drums, and the singer's doing one bit, and the bass guy's over there, and they play an almost perfect song. I think, oh, mm. It's a fucking shame to lose that. 
It's just that one bit where that bit where someone went uh, uh, in the middle and the guitar went wrong. Well, what what you'll be able to do is listen and find that particular little bit, play the song, get the guitarist ready and go, right, play along, play along. Right, I'm recording now. And then he plays it perfectly. And then they stop and then they put that new perfect bit in where the mistake was on the old bit. That's fixing it in the mix, Alistair. All right. So... Don't come here with your cynical attitude to phrasing. Why don't what? you just it's, have the attitude just, that you might learn it. something, Alistair? <laughs> I'm always trying to learn things. I just... Uh, I'm always trying to teach you things. just don't really want to. Hello, anyway. <laughs> well, yes, hello. <laughs> hello. I see we've got off on, on the wrong footing, as usual. <laughs> How are you, Alistair? Uh, why, I'm literally asking that, like, for them, for yeah. these guys. Maybe they want to know how you are. Maybe tell them how you are. I'll just do something else while you tell everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hello, everyone, um, if you're yeah. interested. Yeah. I'm I'm all right, but it's 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 a struggle right now, isn't it? Sort of uh, oh, God, existing. Yeah. Uh, is, is everyone in, still feeling that? Because I am feeling uh, that. Well, I just... But... Just come on. <laughs> Just come on, guys. Fucking hell. Um, well, I'm assuming that uh, some people are starting to feel a bit normal again. I've not been feeling that normal because, you know, I've got specific annoying things happening. But in terms of life going a bit back to normal... I reckon I'm only getting about 20% of a benefit of that because it still feels weird, masky, germy, not quite back yeah. to normal, a little bit tense. What is it? What's uh, you don't have to tell us anything you don't want to tell us, but no. what uh, <laughs> what what is your what's your take? What's your hot take? I'm on, just on the uh, vibe. Uh, it's weird covid thing. I'm sort of like, oh yeah, that. Oh. I'm probably one of these bad people now who Sometimes I put a mask on. Sometimes I don't. I've kind of just—I think that's all of us now. Forgotten it, but no, it's just sort of I'm getting like uh, angry at th- other things, or I just end up going like, "Oh, for God's sake!" What other things are you getting angry at? Um, Not in pub- well, actually, in public. weirdly, you no, know, like women who have got like a child with them, and you're ah. Um, no, I, I tell you what, the thing was. Uh, the adverts right now for Stand Up to Cancer. Mm-hmm. Oh dear. Um, okay. Not no. It's just <laughs> I'm trying to keep this like I'm. You know. So you'd I'm rather cancer won. The what? You'd rather that cancer won. Well, no. But, <laughs> oh god. But but I'm getting a bit fed up of the kind of. <laughs> Where's wait, this going? The. Aggressive language oh, right. used around cancer, like it's <laughs> people say things like, "Yeah, let's let's get together and kick cancer's ass." Yeah, let's all and like let's find let's out where cancer s- lives and throw yeah. a brick through its window. Yeah, hey cancer, we're gonna stab you in front of your kids. It's yeah. all a bit like much, and it's usually like someone then like punching the word cancer or yeah. doing a roundhouse kick. Yeah, and I'm a bit. I'm getting a bit like just. Leave. I don't know. I'm show some respect. For show some respect. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? I'm just. It can't be. That can't like, be what you're saying. Show some respect. Just, 
I don't. I mean, like, what do you kill think it with that, kindness? Cancer's gonna care. It's sort of like just looking at you, going like, what? Why uh, are you? It's, it's an. It's a. You know, we, it's quite an immature attitude towards it. It's like, yeah, come on, guys, let's all gang up on it. And I'm like, a bit like, well, well, you know, two right, two wrongs don't make a right. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's just. I, I know what you mean. I know. Always mean. I, I. I don't agree necessarily. <laughs> But I, not being an idiot, I, I actually, I know what you mean. That's as far as I'm going. No, I mean, I get what you're saying. There are times where you'll actually get people who uh, have been going through really scary health things. And mm. what I've heard some people say what they get sick of is everyone just saying, hey, it's going to be fine and it's going to be great and they can fix everything now. And actually, you just need to be positive and blah, blah, blah and whatever. And some of those some people, obviously, it's very personal. Some people, like, that absolutely is the right approach for them. Keep everything at bay with as much positivity as possible. If you're naturally cynical or have got a dark sense of humour or just have a different position, then you sort of could get a bit fucked off with everyone telling you that it's all great and everything's yeah. groovy. And, look, we're I... all we're all going to wear bald wigs for, in honour of you. Oh, and, you know, and, and all of that sort of stuff. I mean, it's a fucking sensitive subject, let's not lie. That's why I laughed nervously when you thought you'd start the show here. <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying, obviously I've got... It's a horrible disease, but mm. I think I'd certainly be, if, ever, if I ever got it, Mm. Then I'd be in the intensely negative camp. <laughs> no shit. I, I, yeah, I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't want anyone to care. I probably would be angry if people knew. I'd be really like that. I'll tell you something. Honestly. I'll tell you what I think. I think you're so negative and such a sort of leech, such a sort of um, sapping sort of energy force that mm. I think cancer's scared of getting you. Maybe I'm the cure. Yeah. yeah. Imagine cancer goes. Yeah, maybe I'm it, not. I can't. I can't deal with this. Oh, uh, we're going I to put you on this. these on these Griggs tablets that will just obliterate yeah. it. Cancer will cancer will basically commit suicide and jump out of people if we put a little bit of Griggs DNA in you. Yeah. And you'll have well, to I'm be sat there. Sure they, they, yeah. You'll have to be sat there on a chair with like a drip going from you into them. Ah, God, I'm, become, I'm becoming more negative and all of my opinions are becoming twisted. Ah, and then suddenly, like, a pool of cancer just jumps out of people onto the floor. This is horrible. How's this happened, by the way? Right. <laughs> Let's lighten it up. Oh, right. Well, yeah, that, thanks for that. <laughs> thanks for throwing me that one. Just lighten that up for us, would you? Um, no, but I like it. I love it. I love that you've started here. It's no more than we expect, quite honestly. Yeah. Oh, come on. I've got a brand. <sighs> what I like is the idea horrible. of you <laughs> it being, like, a bit protective of it. Like, that's a very... You know, like, I remember seeing a doctor on, um, like, a scientist on a programme that was all about, hello, welcome to BBC One, and this is a really interesting programme about mm. mould and how it grows on food. Yeah. And... And he basically, they put a load of food out, like a set, like a kitchen set, but put a glass box over it and they left it for something like three weeks and then came back and he walked around looking at all the mouldy food close up and you were just like, oh, that is just fucking gross. But he was like, 
This is fantastic. They're so clever, these things. Look how they've got into this tangerine and just eaten away at it. And now they've created a sort of blue fur. But um, what you need to realise is uh, how hard these things have to work to achieve that. And then they break down all the, uh, you know, and that's, that's basically you going... Very interesting, Cancer. Yeah, I see angry. you've I see you've eaten half of my body. <laughs> oh god. I I'm don't s- I don't um I'm just it's not like I don't support I'm not like on Cancer's side. Um <laughs> but but, okay, no. but um I just get wound up with the kind of the the, the needlessly uh belligerent language well, you, towards l- let, let's be honest people. you don't like anyone being upbeat about anything I don't, it's upbeatness not, what I don't know go on name like, name anything you like that's upbeat mm. <laughs> anything kids birthday um, party yay come on mister yeah no well, no but I think it has to be more specific something like a well, um, you remember I uh, when we first did this, I mentioned I enjoy theme parks. I think because they're quite kind of intense. Yeah, that yeah bursts of fun. I, I and I like uh, you know games and stuff. I like I like I enjoy fun, but I think the thing about theme parks though I is all that those thrill feelings, mostly that basically been hurtled towards what feels like imminent death and then pulled back from the brink of it. That's actually a good point, yeah. I don't think that's the same as upbeat. That's that's like thrill-seeking, adrenaline junkie stuff. Upbeat is like... Um, Alistair, um, we're, we're all raising money because, um, ca- <laughs> oh, because yeah, Carol's not yeah. well and tomorrow we're all going to dress as each other. Who, who are you going to be? Come on, Alistair, join in. anyone subject that to someone well it's just an idea isn't it just like all right or a different one hey alistair tomorrow we're all gonna play cricket on in regent's park but it's really gonna be funny because we're all gonna dress as as one of the spice girls come on alistair join in i just have to quickly make an excuse in that instant or you'd be like i couldn't hello i'm simon fuller the manager of the spice girls Uh, yeah, you are in severe breach of intellectual copyright law, and <laughs> you're you're in an audience at um, you don't know how you've got there, but you're in an audience at um, Comic Relief, and um, Vernon Kay's walking around with a microphone, stopping people and going, "Oh, you look a bit of a character, don't you?" And he stops, right, and he sits on your knee and he puts a silly hat on you and says, oh. "Tell us, tell us a joke, mate." Tell us a joke, Alistair. There's, 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 uh, there's, there's kiddies watching. Come on. If you tell us a joke, um, then it means that we can afford the dialysis machine for little Timmy. Come on, mate. What, what do you want to say? I, I, I honestly thought I just would disappear from reality. <laughs> I couldn't. You'd turn I to couldn't. dust. You would just, it's it's <laughs> like... Um, Oh, turn into a just, bat and just fly. everyone will go oh my god like, uh, I don't know well, what's I happened look, I look go, like a man uh, throw to a VT my, throw to a VT he's gone oh, my soul inside would have just disintegrate and I'd look like I'm still there but I actually wouldn't I wouldn't be there okay in my head it would be oh that'd be here's one for I you can't, I can't I can't I can't do here's one for you 
like you know because I like having our game where I've got like power over you all mm. the time right so I've got I've got like I'm gonna get like a cane that's got a crystal ball on it and that yeah. when I put when I put Alan Crisp's leather, leather glove on it and I hold the top of the ball and the cane and close my eyes I can do like magic fingers and then I can I can drop you wherever I want you to suddenly be and you've got to uh, you've got to appear <laughs> you've got to appear there and until <laughs> until I decide you should come back because I can watch you in a screen in the in the glass ball that's in the cane like a sort of what you call it like a you know when you can see the future in a crystal ball mm. so I would be like oh I've got one I'd be th- just thinking where, where are you Alice and you'd be like oh I'm just um, me and me and Helen I can't, Lauren Helen La- Lauren Lauren <laughs> Me and Lauren are just uh, we're just about to choose some furniture for our house, which I know you'd be hating. And I'd think, oh, oh and you're moaning about it. I think, well, I'll teach you a fucking lesson. I'd put my hand over the crystal ball, and then suddenly you would be one of the the men out of no, one of the women out of ABBA in an ABBA tribute band on a cruise ship, <laughs> <laughs> like, but with none of the information that 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 they would have, you know, like, you'd have to be busking it and there's no way out of it. What, so I have to improvise? Yeah, you've got to improvise. You're suddenly, it's like like um, Quantum Leap. So you're suddenly inside the body of, like, Ag- I can't remember the names, Agnes or whatever she's called. And, and it's yeah. like they're halfway through it going, my, my, in Waterloo, Napoleon did surrender. Come on, Agnes, but it's, I wouldn't, the it's thing your turn. It, but I wouldn't feel any sense of humiliation because I'd just be so sort of angry with what has happened. I wouldn't feel any like I'd oh I'd have to do anything. I'd just probably just walk away. And that's it. <laughs> Imagine the audience I'd watching just walk, that. Walk away. Or I'd end up explaining to the audience what had happened. Yeah, so yeah, actually my name's Alistair. I'm not <laughs> and I'm not gonna <laughs> Well the music the still the music still plays and they're like looking at you. And, and then they're going, what the? Wait, and, and, and you're like, no, be quiet. Cease, cease the music. Yeah. I'm going. No, I'm not going to. I'm not going to partake in this. I'm not going to do it. My name is Alistair Griggs. But yeah. the thing is, it would still be to them. It would still be. They, the, the audience can still see the woman who was the fake ABBA member. You, you mm. wouldn't literally physically appear there because everyone would know. It's just your, from your perspective, you are looking out of that human being now. But you are her. You are the vehicle. She is your vehicle now, so you can walk off and say, "My name is Alistair Griggs. Yeah. I am I not who you think I am." I would, and I, hopefully, I'd flip back because you, I wouldn't want to be there for too long. Because I, no, I'd want to see what you did. This would be too good to miss. I'm watching this on the crystal ball. So you stop the gig. All the others are like, "What the fuck, man!" Like who? Like well, the, re- the probably, real woman was probably called I'm, like Julia or something. Like, hey, Julia, what the fuck? Well, I'd go and see the captain, first of all, and you... explain the situation. Because <laughs> he's you... in charge of the ship. He'll yeah, but, you'd, but you'd have to, like, find your way to the bridge and everything. And I, I would there, watch be, all of be, this in real time. I'll just be going, right, I'll just have to deal with it. And I'll just be quite cross. That'll be the thing. I'll be like, <laughs> right, okay. And I'll be like, right, OK. And I'll find that usually I'll, I'll look at the... Um, 
I'll look at the map, yeah. the corridor, locate the captain, yeah. explain the But the, the others will be running after you going, where are you going, man? Yeah, hey, but look, I'd say to them, i say, I'm not doing it. Look, I'm, no, got, I'm not Julia. My name is no, Alistair no, Griggs. Ju- but, but you still look like Julia. Julia, okay, something is going on. Maybe you are having well, one no, of your episodes. Is, or did you take your meds to today, to, Julia? To, <laughs> oh, yeah, no, that I, I think. But you well, are Julia. I said, you you either have to arrest me under maritime law because I'm not going to stop Contact the authorities. In fact, in fact, do contact please, the authorities. Please, please welcome them. I, Julia, I need them. Julia, you're not making any sense. Okay, look, we're the three of us are going to carry on with the show. I want you to wait here. I want you to wait here in the port side bar and just have a couple of Baileys and just calm down. It's going to be okay. We're going to get the ship's doctor and help you. Well, okay, yeah, but like 20 minutes. I'm not going to... No, Julia, there is one hour and ten minutes left of the show. We have to get back in there. Look, please stay here. Don't don't go on this crazy talk. Don't try and find the captain. <laughs> well, I just, well, all right, I'll stay there as long as it's dealt with. <laughs> I'm prepared to wait, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to be pushed around. Julia, look, I have to get back in there. Just sit down, please. Wait there, please. Don't do anything silly. Then they go back in there, looking at each other. Oh, we're sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, our, our friend is just feeling not very well, but it's okay. We have the song well rehearsed. Hit it, guys! My my, <laughs> oh, Napoleon did surrender. Yeah, yeah, but now yeah. that's that's like muffled in the distance because you, oh, 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 you you are now elsewhere in the ship, going. Oh, I get to the bottom of this. Well, I know I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't interfere with their show. I'm just going to withdraw from it. But, I'm sure they can continue without what, me. How do you get back though? You the thing is now because you know you know what's you know full well what's happened. You're supposed to be in IKEA choosing a knoffed bed with Helen in <laughs> to to sleep on one that comes apart so she doesn't always have to be next to you, right? And now oh, that's yeah. me the fucking asshole who you hate has thrown you onto a cruise ship and you're like I think you'd be going, Nico, this is very funny. I get it. Very good. But now I've been here for four minutes and Helen is in Ikea and she's going to be really mad at me if I don't get back there. Well, what do, what do you want me to do? What do I have to do to get back? You've got to do... You've got to figure that out yourself, Alistair. Do you want me to continue with the ABBA tribute act? I want you to show me that you can embrace fun. You're on the perfect... You're in the perfect environment... You you use your own initiative, Alistair, to find a way to show me your fun side, and then I'll let you back in IKEA. The trouble is, if I got back into the stage now, I've got some explaining to do. I'll have to say to them that was just a joke. <laughs> yeah, this is what I want. Uh, I want this. Um, I'm not. <laughs> you sheepishly really, come back I, in. I, I sort of <laughs> pretended just then to have some sort of aneurysm. Yeah. I'm, that was a misjudged. Gag. My name. My name is Julia. Yeah, I'm, my, a, I'm, I'm a 32 I am year old. Of course I am. Um, on with the show. And I think if I can give it enough energy and zeal, the audience should go along with me. But I think they would immediately. You'd get a standing ovation, like the Olympian. Who was the, the um, was she a diver or a gymnast? It was like an a, an Olympian. No, it actually it happened to Raducanu as well, didn't it? Which was like, oh no, there was a, no, there was a there was a gymnast, I think American, who was like, I'm not in the right place mentally. I cannot compete. Mm, yeah, but I think what I've done is beyond that. I think that's 
I mean, I know that she. Yeah, I know the one you mean. She. She would. Well, she started. Yeah. Was that Radicanya who started like crying? Um, she did that in the tennis, but she had a bit of an injury as well. But yeah. no, there was there was a female American gymnast who said she's like at the peak of her career, and then suddenly yeah. she was like, "I, I know I'm off mentally. I can't compete. I can't. I, I can't yeah, go I on a beam and try and do a somersault in this frame of mind because I'll, you know, I'll injure myself." No. And everyone went. Not everyone. Most of the world went, oh, my God, poor girl. Imagine the pressure of being at the Olympics. And fucking Piers Morgan was like, you snowflake bitch, you know, and just fucking pissed all over her. But then she came back later on in the competition. And I think she only won, I say only, she won bronze. But she's like gold medal standard athlete. But she's, you know, she was brave enough to get back on the horse and give it her best. And I think that's what Mm. you should do right now, Alistair. Go back in there. Make peace with that audience. These people mm. have paid about £2,000 for a week of substandard entertainment. The least you can do is put a shift yeah. in. All right. But the, the brilliant thing about this is that, obviously, through no fault of your own, you are actually not able to give the performance that real Julia would usually give. So it's going to be the Alistair Griggs completely, you know, improvised half-hearted haven't you know no I don't you haven't got any choice I, well I, I think I'd have to give it everything and I'd explain to my bandmates look I'm gonna have to sort of lead this it might I might veer off the routine somewhat <laughs> yeah but just um, give me some room just tr- tr- yeah just try and go along with me and do you mind quickly can I have some lyrics paper because I think lyrics but is you don't just pull lyrics paper out of your ass mate you're going to have to... Well, I, I actually, I might know some of the Abba songs because they sort of just worm your way into your brain, don't they? As well, this like is osmosis. interesting. You can't, you can't avoid it, yeah, they're so almost I like, might be able to do it. They're almost like hymns from school, aren't they? Mm, I think I'd be okay. I think I'd be really good. All right, but I'm going to throw a line... I'm going to throw a couple of lines at you. Mm. Um, Abba lyrics. Let's, let's just pretend we're there. Yeah. Right? Okay. Um, okay, I found them. There's a yeah. there's a twist, <laughs> and you're gonna like okay. this oh, because this yeah. is a, this is actually a Swedish cruise ship, and the band, Ooh. including Julia, are actually Swedish. Have now I... they're doing the Swedish version of the songs. So wait a minute. <laughs> when I said to the people, "My name's Alistair Griggs," I yeah. was speaking English. Yeah, but you wouldn't know that they weren't English. You're just looking sort of through the lights at some so faces. Not only are they? Well, hang on a minute. Are they? They're not even. Are they confused? <laughs> this is too complicated. They're going to be. Com- it, they're going to be confused that you're speaking English, but being Swedish, a lot of them will speak English. And ABBA yeah, was English mu- music, and they're thinking they're just they're oh, just sort yeah, of not yeah, not yeah. sure what's happening. But it's too late now for all that because. There is, you know, this is dead air. You need to pull this round. So I'm going to throw. Come on, I'm going to throw. I'm going to throw some Waterloo lyrics at you, and then Mm. you say the next line back to me. But it's the Swedish version. Yo yo, vid Waterloo, Napoleon Figusig. Oh yeah, men men. Men, men. Sit ude can man murder pass or mangus gildus at didn't didn't didn't. Savage can Jackson mat mot dig. Historian up rip off sig. What's next? I know the next bit. Yeah. Yeah. Waterloo. 
Um, how, <laughs> Waterloo. How, Waterloo. Waterloo. How, how did you win, uh, the, win the war? Yeah, well, it's in Swedish, oh, so I don't... It's not going to work. It's not going to work. But what's important oh, is you're God. trying, but you're <laughs> you muttering while the music's still going on, going, oh, um, Water, Waterloo, you're, oh, it's not going to work, and all that. I will be watching this in my little crystal ball, just absolutely fucking wetting myself. If I have explained to the audience, who maybe can understand English or maybe can't, that I have unfortunately suffered a complete mental breakdown, they might be fun, a fun mental breakdown, a fun mental breakdown. But just, and I actually have to become a sort of more than novelty act. I have to just stand up, throwing myself around the audience themselves, and actually, see, this is good. The mic to this them, is good. This is good. They, they. They finish the lines and they help me out. See, once you turn and you start doing the fun stuff like this, you can hear my voice booming over the sound system going, yes, Alistair, yes, yes, warmer. You can nearly come home, Alistair. Oh. And then you're, it's really geeing you up. And then you're like, ah! Like, and then you just swing the microphone around and then you just, like, force it into an old lady's mouth. And I'm like, Alistair, and you, like, start throttling her and, like, trying to rip her jewellery off and stuff. And I'm like, oh, shit. Then I have to, like, press... They have to press the get him out button and then uh, you'll find yourself back in Ikea and Helen will be looking at some sofas... And she'll be like, where the fucking hell have you been? Well, it has I've time I've just been passed. walking around. Look, yeah. No explanation. Oh. You were just gone. She was there going, oh, this is nice, babe. And then you were just not there. And then you're back. And she's like, I've been walking around and phoning you and texting you for the last 20 minutes. Where the fuck have you been, Alistair? What do you say then? I'd, again, explain the situation. I'd say Nico transported me mm-hmm. <laughs> through time and space mm. to... Did he? Mm. Did ship. he now? See what I mean? Well, she's not going to go for this, mate. It's a horrible situation. I can't. (laughs) (laughs) But of course, you can't win. So, what was the last lesson that you've learned from it? Now that you're back, maybe you should just learn what. Well, well, I've learned to have fun. (laughs) (laughs) But you've taught it in a quite brutal manner. You have, yeah. But you've learned to have fun. It was a little short, sharp shock. In a way, it's like a, it's like a fable. It's like Christmas Carol. You taught yeah. me the meaning of Christmas by putting me through hell, which Scrooge goes through, doesn't he? So you taught me the meaning of fun broadly by. Um, That's a little bit sarcastic. S- I think. I think. S- you, don't, I don't, don't you think? Well, now you're back, right? So you're still angry. I get that. It's still stinging that you've been rebuked by your girlfriend for, and it wasn't even your fault, it was my fault. She doesn't believe you. But then you go home, you stop for a bit, you you apologise. Mm. Eventually she comes round and then you go for, like, meatballs and chips and stuff in Ikea and you're like, honestly, I'm really sorry, I, I don't know, but I won't do that again. Like I'm, And you and you know the right thing to say. You say, can I say something? She'd be like, what? And you're going to... And you say to her... I think I'm going to try being a bit more of a fun person. And she that the tears are coming down her face, <laughs> right? The tears are coming down the face into her meatball gravy. And she's like, I've, I never thought I'd hear you say that. She grasps your hand and then, you know, she takes you home. 
nature takes its course. <laughs> and it's like never before. Like she's she's seen something else in you that she's never seen before. Now you wake up the next morning and you think, I better text Nico and say what? Well, thank, thank you. you. Thank you, Nico. You sent me on a journey. Helen's really double in love with me and has actually, her sex drive's gone up 400%. Hmm. And it's all because of you. Yeah, but I would say, could you have taught me this lesson in any other way? There must have been an easier route. It doesn't work with you. That's enough. Conversation's over. What else should we talk about? I'm, um... Kind of, uh... Oh, no. <laughs> it's all right. I was, um... Thinking about how I'm, uh, Quite jealous of people in comas oh, God. sometimes. <laughs> Really? No. You started no, on defending no, cancer. Don't do that one. No. No. Cuts. No. I want to hear it. This is this is what we. No one else comes out with this stuff, so we better it's find not, out. Uh, I can't leave that unexplored now. No, I can't. Well, Go on. It's not that I'm jealous of them. No, obviously I'm not. But, 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 yeah, yeah. but, but, yeah. When hear I me out. Yeah. When I look at them, the my initial thought is if I see someone is in a yeah. coma, there's always part of me which goes. Oh, they're like... Like it's a sabbatical. Yeah, like they're having a nice rest. <laughs> oh, and God. I th <sighs> was wondering if it made me think, like, imagine if you could offer that as a sort of service. Oh, yeah, I mean... Like, we'll put you in a coma for a month. Mm. Because if, if, if you're getting a bit tired or annoyed... Then you can just come in for a coma. <laughs> what would be the benefit? Down. What would be the purpose of it, though? Well, you just really get some rest, and then is it rest? Is it is it that good for the body? Isn't it? I know it's bad. I know it's bad, but it's 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 more what than you're, what you're taught, what you're describing. And I'm not sure this exists. Is a restorative coma. Right. Yeah. Well, don't kiss. Well, what are you doing? Kissing your hand. Sorry, you just no, made a was just... really very sexy noise. What was that? No, I, I was just doing without oh, my okay. lips. I don't, right, I, I, attitude. You're just... <laughs> showing attitude. The coma. The co I don't know. It, it. I know it's bad, but I do just go. Like, I mean, you know. can I? I'm gonna. I'm gonna try and salvage your reputation here and play devil's advocate. Are you saying that there's times where life gets so? taxing hmm. that it's almost like uh, this is really dark but like a it's like halfway to sort of doing yourself in so instead of thinking i can't live anymore you're saying oh can i just like not really live for a bit and sort of temporarily turn it off like like turning a robot off hmm yeah in a way to and if they could say we take care of all your affairs for like two weeks and you just lie down. Two weeks. I mean, if you're going two weeks, you might as well just go on holiday. <laughs> I thought you meant then, like. That's what I'm saying. It's I actually need... a cheaper. It's a cheaper holiday. 
<laughs> it's not a holiday, though, is it? You don't experience it on any level. I think. No, but you get you you lie down and you just go okay. Well, you you get a good sleep, um, a very intense sleep. Yeah. Okay. Oh, this is not good. This it, it is horrendous. Is, well, you know. I don't. I don't know. It's, I do. I, I, earlier, no. I did think. Actually, wait. No, I did think. I was thinking about the things I say on this your show. Yeah. And I, I thought. I, Alistair, I know everyone Alistair, about. Alistair, you're you're getting yourself all worried again. Yeah, you've got no, to. You've got. Do... You've got to trust me. People get like, <laughs> you know, like everyone goes oh, cancel culture, but there is part of me which does go like, well, oh fuck cancel if... culture. Yeah, but they might. Yeah, but I say that, but I don't want to. No, it's fine. It's fine because this is like you're just talking about the things in the catacombs of your mind. I'm I'm almost certain that uh, you don't mean it, but at the same time, the best thing about you anyway is that bit of you does mean it but you're just allowing yeah. yourself to be brave enough to go there and think about it and for that i applaud you okay yeah. i mean it's let's just, let's yeah. just say i will before before like i'll i'll do my little intro bit before and i might put a little warning in there say if anyone's um got any anyone dear to them that is seriously ill at the moment and you're feeling a bit sensitive i would i would generally give alistair griggs a bit of a miss anyway but i would specifically miss <laughs> this episode do. because um um he he goes to some interesting places um in the name of philosophy mm. and because no, uh, that's the thing i would i would you know like some comedians or really get off on like yeah Oh, no, I don't care. I say the unsayable, but yeah, I don't yeah. like that. I'm like, no, like it's no, too I'm easy. Like... What they do, like what Dave Chappelle is the one right yeah. now. I've watched a bit yeah. of that special, and actually, it does feel like, mate, this sounds like material from oh, 1982. It's fucking rubbish. It's really aggressive, whatever. But you're the thing is, even when you go, I'm going to say something horrible. Hear me out, which is what, and I don't, and I'm not down with this guy anymore but what louis ck used to do is is go mm. i'm gonna say something horrible wiggle of the eyebrows hear me out and then it's really funny because you're basically assuming a certain inness with the audience and all that what what how louis ck ruined that was by turning out to be making people feel really uncomfortable in real life so suddenly yeah. so suddenly it, you didn't feel safe going along with him anymore to these places because the deal was you're a good guy Tying it back to, like, where we are, cancel culture, there's still there's still enough room to be really clever and be edgy and to explore ideas and whatever, but it's just about... It's about setup and it's about how you frame things and it's about yeah. the nod and it's about the wink and all the rest of it. But, yeah, that Dave Chappelle special, I've not watched it till the end and apparently the end bit's where the horrible bit is, but I felt like there was enough stuff along the way where I'm like... Oh, this this felt really weird because he just sort of immediately kind of went, okay. So to his audience, he's like, so I've been I've want to talk about the gay community, and already there's like this like angry ripple through the room, and you go, ooh, uh, yeah. 
okay. Like, obviously, that's related to he must have done stuff before, and then they those fans know it got in the papers and whatever. But it's like at this point, this already sounds like sort of Hitler talking about Jews. Mm. Yeah, it's fucking. It, it just felt a bit. We just felt a bit sort of like not quite clever enough. I don't know. It was no, it wasn't. I couldn't quite tell what the. Also, it's a very strange thing where American audiences, particularly American stand-up audiences, I've noticed, like, do this whooping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of, instead of laughing, like they're... And then it almost feels like a bit like a... Like everyone's got together and... Yeah, yeah. Like sort of a rally. Semi-rally. Yeah, yeah, and I'm kind of going, but why aren't they doing laughter? They're kind of like going, whoa! You're right, yeah, yeah. Because over here... Really that sounds to me. Nobody reacts to a joke by going, yeah, baby! <laughs> that's not how we, no, you just laugh just 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 yeah you know titter or, or clapping they either whoop or clap you don't like you clap at the end you don't like clapping at the best of times do you no i resent that you resent clapping well well it's just what having to collectively pound my palms <laughs> I think we have actually been there before. We have been. We have. I'm not yeah. sure whether it was on air, but yeah. Uh, I've got a weird thing enough. of sound, haven't I? With the ocean, all these sounds, I don't like. Also, yeah, but also with you, it's uh, collective thinking scares you a bit, yeah. doesn't it? And I don't like being part of things, and, which are like... And obviously you, you were swept along when you went to the football and you ended up shouting and baying oh, and all the rest of it. Yeah. But now that that's months ago... Do you feel a bit ashamed that you were so swept up in it all? Completely, yeah, completely. Really? Because you were you were still on a high a few days after. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, was, I went and get and then and then we got and then there was this uh, and then they were all cheering and then I and I was like, get off him, you referee! Uh, and now, yeah, when you think of I the whole, even without being at the match, the fever that is around what's going to happen in the next few days and what's going to happen tonight and will we win and what will it be like. Like, it is very intoxicating, but it's also... It can't be healthy. I was just amazed at the, yeah, the, the seduction of being able to shout, fuck off, ref, mm. just was but, incredible. But if you do that every week, if that's the thing that you're into and you go and do that with your mates every week, you basically plug into that every time you put a football shirt on and go to the match. So you'd be a nice person all week. Get on a tube, and you and your mates are on the tube... Open some beers, and suddenly you're those people, right? Just for like a few yeah. hours, and like people who are also on the tube, just in normal clothes, you sort of think of them as like idiots who aren't in the gang. Whereas you're yeah. like, uh, and oh, and you yeah. and you feel like you're plugged into this fucking tribe, and uh, it's oh, would. it is something that I've done. All my life I've gone to football and I've loved it, but in the last few years I've really become troubled by that fucking caveman attitude that uh, that a football crowd reduces people to. Yeah. I mean, I know this you don't... It's so strange. It is, and I know you don't follow football, but are you aware that basically Newcastle United Football Club mm. have just been bought by basically Saudi Arabia... Yes, I saw that. And so, is that good? Well, I don't think it is good, 
but it, it's probably not possible to stop it. And even the ways in which it isn't good sort of fall on their face a bit because there's other teams in the Premiership who are owned by people with uh, questionable backgrounds behind their money and stuff, right? Mm. So the first one was Roman Abramovich, who bought Chelsea. But, like, that's now, like, I don't know, must be, like, 15 years ago or something. And uh, he bought Chelsea, and everyone's like, he's a Russian oligarch, right? And so no one's ever sort of laid anything serious at his door that's meant that he had to go away or admit that he was crooked or whatever. But the oligarchs in Russia made their money when it, it all sort of went a bit tits up and the KGB carved things up and they're all like disbanded and then certain mm. people were just given shitloads of wealth in, in if I'm getting this right, in, uh, what you call it, in return for power and massive wealth and like given oh you can have the gas industry and you can be that one and blah, blah, blah. but we'll be the government and then we'll all be in bed together and whatever right mm. so someone from from that world buys chelsea football club and therefore has a huge budget bigger than anyone else and then over the next three years assembles a really amazing team and a good manager and then they win the league quite a bit right so that happened so man united back then were competing with that as were all the other teams. But it was like only really Chelsea that had that ridiculous, super rich owner. But then yeah. the Abu Dhabi-based Sheikh Mansour decided he he, would, he fancied a bit of that a few years later in 2006-ish, I think, maybe later, and bought Manchester City, which were, you know, a reasonably big club, you know, same, you know, in, in Manchester, you've got Manchester United and Manchester City. Manchester United always been much more famous in the way that, like, Liverpool are world famous or Barcelona or AC Milan mm. or yeah. some of these people. The rest of the football clubs in Britain are basically kind of like just like as big as their town is kind of thing, right? Yeah. And, and they've got plenty of local fans and all that. And a few, maybe a few good bits in their history. But what started happening is every now and again, a, like basically, when when Man City got bought, the person that bought them is basically it's basically a state that has bought them, and what they're doing is they are using the owning of a Premiership football team to be a big badge that they can wear as a country that improves their image and makes them look kind of wholesome and like they're involved in fair competition and sport and you know. Then and then their their um, like airlines and the na and name of their country and all that is all over the sponsorship and it's fucking weird. But now oh, yeah. it's happened again. But this time it's Newcastle United being bought by Saudi Arabia, which <laughs> you know, like we can't as a country we can't really claim to be holier than thou because our country deals with them. You know, arms deals. Yeah. And, it's, but it's minging. It really is minging. Like, basically, there is King fucking Bin Salman, or whatever he's called, you know, he's directly involved in buying Newcastle United Football Club, and he's, like, the same guy who the international intelligence community are certain or ordered the murder of that Khashoggi guy, right? Yeah. So it's like, how the fuck does that work? How have we got there with, like, football? 
<laughs> but that's exactly it. The Newcastle fans are all jumping around outside St. James's Park. The irony is they couldn't wait to get rid of the guy they had, right? The guy who owned it before was called Mike Ashley, and he is the, the sort of equivalent of Jeff Bezos, but with Sports Direct. Right. And so he bought their club meaning to be a big rich owner but didn't really look after it and put the money in and the team suffered and the stadium suffered and the fans suffered so they've been saying please fucking sell our club get rid of it so they're over the moon because he finally sold it but he sold it to fucking Saudi Arabia (laughs) but they're just celebrating anyway and jumping around wearing towels on their heads and stuff like dressing up as shakes outside the stadium and going wow wow so that was a very long fucking rant, but it, what it goes, what my point is, mm. a football fan will have to say, no, no, it's it's still fair because, nah, because what about them and what about them? It's all right. Doesn't matter anyway. Football's got money in it now anyway. You're like, ah, you're just jealous. So like all football fans, they decide collectively what their take is on a thing, and everyone sticks to it. It's fucking yeah. weird. I have, I have gone off. I've gone off that side of football and actually Saudi fucking Arabia buying a premiership football club is making me think, oh, I really just fucking, it's really turned me off. Certainly the premiership anyway. Like, what kind of product is that now? That league? Can't Britain buy a team? It's a good question. It's a good question. It's sort of a naive, stupid question, but... But no, I mean, yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, obviously, the, usually it's kind of like privately wealthy people will go, oh, it's the same as anything. It's a company taking over a company, basically. So if, if, if we're doing fucking countries owning, yeah, owning football clubs, we should be like, all right, well, England should buy the England football clubs. Oh, I don't know. I'm just sounding like a twat now. <laughs> but it fucking winds me up. Sport Talk. Sport. Welcome to Talk Sport with Talk. Alistair Sporty Griggs. Oh, God, no, I've been leaped again. He's put me in here. Oh, God, I'm on a football talk show. <laughs> I'm supposed to be... Where are you this time? I'm supposed to be in Carpet Right with Helen. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> right, we've... Um, sorry, we've tr- we're trying to calm down between us. For some reason, we've... We've brought some quite interesting energy to to tonight's chat. Alistair, have you got anything more normal that we can talk about? Um, Semi-normal. thing which I wanted to talk about was a couple of weeks ago I went to see my mum and dad and they live in a lovely English village called Chewin in Hertfordshire. That's more like it. Let's do this. when I on the way back though, I have to go to the, the railway station there. Mm. And it's a little railway station and it was a Sunday morning. Of course, there was no man in the in the box. So I had to go to the, the machine. Oh, I hate that. And there was a few people in front of me. Oh god. And they're all kind of old age pensioners. <laughs> and I couldn't <laughs> believe just yeah. the level, what they were doing, and what how they couldn't they couldn't do it. They couldn't do it, and what what frustrates they couldn't me? Couldn't do the machine. 
They couldn't do the machine. Oh, it's a machine. Oh. They couldn't do it. Touch screen. And it was a touch screen thing, and they couldn't They couldn't do it. They were going, oh, hang on, did we, is it that yeah. one? No, yeah, and they were, that was it. There were four, oh. four women in their 60s. <laughs> and yes, it was impossible. And I'm there, and I'm not, I'm not being um, Why didn't you mean. help them? I'll come to that. I'm not being mean, so I'm just standing there. Oh, I'm standing there quietly, and I'm in no rush because the train's in about ten minutes, so I'm not, like, thinking, come on. And I'm just standing there quietly, mm. and they kind of... They're there going, oh, hang on, oh, do you want to get it? Oh, yeah, do, hang on, I've got my senior rail card. Oh, but how do we all do it? Because I've got mine where, too. Do you put your rail card in the slot at the top? Yeah. Or do, do we show it? I think all you this. show it to it. Is all there, this. Is there now, a man inside it? I'm now mentally going through what they need to do. And I've probably done it about ten times already. What then annoys me the most is then another couple come along and they come are behind me and um, the, the the ladies eventually work it out. Eventually they, they work it out and then they get their ticket, so I'm up next. But before they leave, they do this thing where they kind of roll their eyes and laugh with each other about the situation. And that's the thing which annoyed me the most. <laughs> the fact that they it's were... not that there. Yeah, they, the they, were, they, they were taking it in their stride and they've got yes. more life experience than you and they know that they're old and that... Every and day it was this, that kind of like, oh, what we like, and I, I hate that because I'm just like, no. Oh, what are you like? Inf- what are they like? In the moment, I just couldn't. I think they should be. I just think I thought like, don't laugh. You should be ashamed. <laughs> <laughs> so I then. They should be. Do you think they should be apologising to you? No, they shouldn't. It's not that they. Yeah, I wouldn't want that. I wasn't like I was saying to them. <laughs> you you know, I was be angry ashamed. or anything. <laughs> But, but it's the it was just that that spirit just sums up quite a lot of our country is that sort of like oh god it oh, well what are you gonna do eh? oh god it's all it's all it annoyed me and then I I went up did my business in twenty seconds <laughs> um, if that yeah and then the couple behind me the mm. guy said oh do, do you mind showing me and of course I have uh. to then and I didn't mind I was like oh no don't worry I'll I'll do it. Yes, but yes, give it here. Me, just yes, give, just give it me. me. Give it to me. <laughs> part of me then is like, just there's a slight part with then then feels like you know you owe me now. All right, so don't, don't, don't be, just don't do anything rubbish or stupid. Just remember this moment when this man here helped you out. I feel like I've got one over on him. What? Right. Hang on. So you helped him. Yeah. And who are you thinking don't do anything stupid to yourself? No, I'm thinking there's a part of me, when I helped him, mm. I thought to you, sir, yeah. owe me something now. <laughs> oh, God. What, would you, what do you think he owes you? Just uh, what it was, was the next time <laughs> he, he thinks, oh... Young people, or something, or something like that. Yeah. He remembers just, the man. Just you remember who got you on that train. Yeah, it's like fuck that. It, it's fuck like oh. Just, just, just wind it in, and I did it. And I then had to just walk away to the other side of the, the platform because I didn't want to. 
I didn't want to get sucked into it again. What's the smallest little power that if he said, you, uh, I, I'm afraid I've got no way of repaying you, but uh, if you would like to take some sort of sort of uh, power trip liberty with me, please uh, feel free. Would you, like, wipe your face, wipe your hand down the front of his face or, like, you can say, all right, well, I want to flick your nose. Or, no, no, like, give me a pound, or, like, you've got to kiss my hand, or <laughs> what would you make him do? You know, just look me in the eyes and say thank you. That would be enough. <laughs> That's quite straightforward. And sincerely, but sincerely mean it. And he did, and I think it, and his wife meant it. And they were, they were kind and everything, and I did it. But then I walked off past the women who were still giggling. Mm. Over the fact that they, you know, were bad, <laughs> bad people, yeah, They're bad I, at being people. Just like, yeah, and it's not okay. Listen, I just listen, just listen to me. Has it ever occurred to you that one day things might overtake you and you won't know what to do? What do you think that would yes. feel like when you're when you walk into a train station having? you know, got older and you're out less and you don't need to go to work all the time anymore. And then suddenly you go to the train station, it's like, oh, yeah, uh, we've gone on to the Velto system now. Have you got your Velto <laughs> swiper? I would. Uh, uh, oh, I, no, 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 no. I would. I'm, I've got no problem with the. I would ask for help if I can't do it. Yeah. But I wouldn't laugh at my incompetence. <laughs> that would be the thing. And I would probably apologise to the younger man or woman who helps me. I'd say, and I'd say sorry, and I would go. You'd be like, "Sorry, I'm I, not." Um, please let me apologise. Like, oh, don't worry, mate. Don't worry about it. You're all getting old. No, no. Don't patronise me. Yeah. I'm a capable man. I will take my shame to my grave. <laughs> Part of me feels, yeah, I would feel like, well, I'm making room for the younger generation. I'd be like, well, that's, you know, I would say, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm not up to speed with the Velto system. But how are you going to get on as you get older and other people around you? I mean, there must be there must be things you're inept at. I'm not having this. There must be fucking loads of things that you're rubbish at. Yeah, completely. But I don't. How dare you? I don't. I don't. I don't revel in it. I don't. Well, what do you do then? Put you in B and Q because I'm rubbish at DIY, so I'm not lording it. But I, I have no doubt that you would be equally as useless as me well, uh, at anything practical and manly. Oh, 100%. But I would then... My attitude is simply... What, what does it cost to hire a human to do it? Mm. I, don't, I don't ever... Yeah, but you must so, occasionally have to try things. Mm, so when you no. and Helen go, go and buy like some flat-pack furniture and she's like... Right, babe. Look, I'm really tired. We need to get this. We need to get this flat pack stuff up so we can just get to bed. I've got a really busy day tomorrow. I'll do this set of drawers. You do that set of drawers, and then we'll see where we are in like 20 minutes. And then you're like John Cleese banging it about doing it the wrong way, like I do, where they've put the backs of the drawers on the wrong way, so the the rough bit is facing inwards. And then you've done the first. You've put the You've put the draw sort of runners on, but they're upside down, or like, oh god, like, and you don't realise that you've done it wrong until you put the last piece in, and then it's like, oh fuck's sake. Yeah, but it's I like don't a laugh. Fucking Rubik's cube where one square's wrong, but you have to now undo the whole thing, and then you can never get it back. Do you never? You, you must do stuff like that. 
Yes, yes, I do, but I don't, I don't laugh at it. So you don't, it you can't laugh at yourself. I can't laugh at my, completely, but um, when it, no, that, that, I just go. You just prefer oh, hatred. I failed. <laughs> You're just happier hating yourself, other people, and things. I think. I that's... think it's maybe to do with. Did I tell you? What, have I spoken about when my father did oh. DIY okay. once? Here it comes. I, I was about nine, and uh, yeah, I watched him construct a barbecue <laughs> outside, <laughs> and he hit. A piece of wood, which we had to, we had to bang, I think, bang a nail into a piece of wood and it split. And he started to kind of convulse with rage. (laughs) And then I remember him just saying, Why me? Why me? (laughs) Again and again. It was horrible. Yeah, I think that may have taken root in you quite deeply. I'm not going to mock you for it. We, we were all once young and vulnerable and in front of a, a parent in uh, in a decade where parenting wasn't really a thing yet. Yeah. It's uh, We've all got those little scars. But what I would say is you could consider regressing back to a point where you deal with what happened in that moment and then start to wonder if you could start to see life another way from that moment on. What you would say? This, this, I'm, I'm probably endangering your mind here, mm. but let's go with it. Like little Alistair, in that moment, saw something that made him believe that that was such a fucking big deal, and that because your dad made it look like that was such a big deal. But what if we went back and told that little Alistair that that wasn't such a big deal, and actually, what was happening is your dad, for some reason, was getting lost needlessly in taking life too seriously with something that was completely trivial. What? What do you I mean, what? What, what, what? what does little Alistair say? Well, can, can, we, can we convince Alistair that there is another universe where that is something that you could laugh at quite quickly, not judge as bad, not judge as a failure, you know... Is there such a thing as a failure, even, little Alistair? Um, and just because yeah. you've seen a man do that doesn't mean that you have to then absorb that same point of view, take it with you, and then forever and ever feel that again when you see other people making little mistakes. Um, mm-hmm. I feel his pain, that's the thing. Yeah, but he, he forced that on you. You didn't ask for that pain. Can you imagine a life without pain? What is that? <laughs> Do you like that? <laughs> Come on. You don't want one, do you? You you don't want one. That's the fucking top and bottom of it. I'm trying to show you the light, and you're going, oh, uh, hang on, I'm just turning my head over here, and I'm going, no, no, look round, Alistair, look, here's the light. Can I imagine Here is the life? light. Uh, oh, I don't know. Uh, just one one second. I've just got to take this call, Alistair. I'm showing you the light. Look round in this direction. You're f- now, Alistair, you're facing the wall with your eyes closed. Now you're being silly. No, I the don't want is, to face the light. I like I'm the not, dark. No way. I wait, like the dark. Wait, 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 wait. You saying that, I, I literally feel... Oh, God, this is terrible. I, I kind of... 
giddy excitement in me. It's true <laughs> when you say that, as in, like, that's possible. But I cannot believe it. Mm. Because I don't think that's not real. Yeah, but your beliefs were... You do understand, like, say you'd grown up in a... This is this is not a partisan example, but just for the sake of argument, you'd grown up in um, a little village in on the Gaza Strip. Mm. On either side of the fence, let's just say that, on either side of the fence, from the minute you're born, hearing people tell you that the people on the other side of that fence are evil and are scum and are vermin and that you are pure, yeah. you would believe it, wouldn't you? Yeah, but yeah. had you not have that information put in you, you could be loving and you could be a pacifist. So what you're what you're sort of failing to grasp about yourself in this moment is that you have been, we have all been brainwashed by what we've seen, and that it 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 lays before the opportunity lays before us at any point in our life. To, to consider going back to those moments and considering that our programming and the software we've actually got that was put in there doesn't serve us for the best life we can have. There you go. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean a, it's not easily replaced, and by the sound of it, you don't sound like you're that bothered about uninstalling it and then reinstalling it with Nice Guy 74 or whatever. But then I wouldn't be me. <laughs> you know that. Yeah, I know. We love you. <laughs> we love you. I wouldn't be me if I didn't hate everything and couldn't possibly see the advantage of happiness. I don't hate everything. I just... <sighs> you don't hate everything. You just don't like liking things. Yeah, or I'm <laughs> you agreed. selective in it. Well, t- no, s- let's think. talk about something you like. Tell me something you like. What? I don't know. What? <laughs> what? Come on, something you like, something you enjoy, something like, oh, you know what, guys? Did you have a nice weekend, Alice? Uh, did I have a nice weekend? I only went and, and it can't be roller coasters because we know that's just mm. like a, a death thrill. What, did I have mm. a nice weekend? I certainly did. I and then it could be like, I uh, I took some time. I I, I I saw some lovely flowers outside the window, so I went outside and I painted them. No. no. Or um, I. Yeah. Um, Come on, just something well, you like. Anything at all. Um, went to at the weekend. Yeah. Lauren and I went to the. Westfield Shopping Centre. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and what did you like about that? Fair enough. I'm not going to judge you. Um, what did you like about that? I liked the layout of the <laughs> shopping centre. <laughs> you, it's like someone's f- feeding you what to say. You're grasping. No, I have to struggle. That's the thing. I have to kind of. You're de- grasping. De- You're grasping to try and say something that you think that I will recognise. Because it's not like I. Well, I like it. I like it because I'm not. Yeah. You like what? You like the layout of a shopping centre? Yeah, because I have to dig deep. Because <laughs> most of the things I encounter, there is no response. It's just simply mm. an event or just matter in front of me. Isn't it? <laughs> just, there is, All right. It's not affecting. Do you like the feeling that 
when you're in this shopping centre, Westfield, mm. which is the best one, I will say that. Yeah. It still feels quite fresh and new. And um, there's a sort of pleasant aroma. And you just sort of feel like you're going to be able to get everything in quite a low stress environment. Yes. Yeah. You like yeah, that, do you? And that was true. And it, it's spacious. And I was able to. There you go. Space is a is a get... fairly normal thing to like. Yeah. And I went round and um, we got the things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you fucking wow. So space, there's a thing, right? So being spacious, that's like a little clue that if you were somewhere where you were hemmed in and it was stressful and everyone bump into each other, would you, mm. would you, do you recognise the idea of not liking that? Oh, well, like, yeah, exactly, because oppressive and certainly in the way to, and like uh, a gig, say. a bit rainy and all the rain off people's umbrellas going on you and people's oh, feet are kicking the back of your heels and people haven't got masks on and they're breathing near your face. That's a bit annoying. Yeah, like a gig, uh, any kind of, well, we said the music thing, but, yeah, anything like um, mm. people gathered into a thing where they're moving around. Yeah, but then, so flip side of that, I do a nice thing now with my crystal ball. You're at a gig, you've been thrown into it, it's too much, everyone's shopping, mm. uh, people are drunk, people are singing football songs, there's a sale at TK Maxx, Alistair, <laughs> and you're in the middle of it. And and the new the new iPhones come out and someone's put you right at the front of the queue, but ah, they're all trying to get past you, Alistair. But then I pluck you with my dream wand and put you in an alpine setting looking at some beautiful scenery, miles of scenery. The horizon is miles away, snowy mountain tops. How amazing would that feeling be? Mm. What? No. I, well, come on. I've just literally thrown you the into the very opposite of the thing that's stressing you out. Now what's your fucking problem? What do I do now? Just fucking feel the relief of not being in the oppressive... Well, yeah, no, I'm glad you've done that. It's just uh, the alpine environment... Oh, God. ...might be a bit... I don't know if I quite. What? What's the fucking wrong with it? it? Like it's literally just like to give you a head break from that. Am I on a walk? Well, what do you want to do? Do you want to sit down for a bit? What do you want? No, I think I'd probably walk. Right. <laughs> Fine. Have a walk. <laughs> Walking. You know, you've fucking got to make it awkward, haven't you? No, I mean, I, I, I prefer I've it. Flown you to Switzerland. Okay. What would you like to happen there to make it not... From the sound of it, you're saying it would be dull. Let's just cut to the chase. Um, a little bit. No, I think I think if there's... If I'm near a, a hotel with a restaurant, I'd quite like it. Yeah, even though you don't even feel things when you eat food. It's not that I don't feel things when I eat food. I'm just... Oh, what's the point? Just, just forget it. You know what? Do you know what? I'm putting you back in TK Maxx. No. Yeah, you're going back in TK Maxx. You, I, I tried. I've tried everything with you, Alistair. 
And all I get is, oh, I don't know, if, oh, I don't like that, I don't like this, I don't like anything. I don't want light, I don't want to be happy, I don't want a nice view. I have a water, I don't really want food. Uh, do you know what? Forget it. What you want is for me to shout at you, that's what you want. You grubby little man. <laughs> you like me being angry at you, and you like people being angry at bits of wood. And you like people being rubbish so that you can be angry at them. Is that fair? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Alistair. Hello. Uh, how are you feeling, Alistair? You've had quite the journey tonight, haven't you? Yeah. You have. It's, it's, you, you put me through it. You've put me I through put it. you through it a little bit. Well, you sort of put yourself through it, though, don't you? Yeah. And, um, but I don't want you to worry. Nothing bad's going to happen. <clears throat> there aren't going to be any consequences, are there? You just put your head in Helen's ripe bosom <laughs> and tell her that Master Nico has made you feel better again, just like she asked me. Okay. Yeah? yeah? Because we both care about you very much. And we're doing everything we can together yeah. to try and help you get to a healthier place, Alistair. How does that feel? Does that feel special? It, it does feel special, thank you. And when, when, you, when we finish this call, um, say to Helen, I'll ring her tomorrow. I've got a couple of hours free and tell her that I'll give her a ring and we can have a special talk and call her babe. She'll get it. She'll, she's just a little thing. Don't worry about it, but she'll, it's just a little, it's a joke thing. It's not like, you know, nothing for yeah. you to worry about. Okay. Well, I, yeah. well, I do, but yeah. you do worry. Yeah. But it's, it's fine. It's fine. And, um, it would be good if I could come and stay on the weekend again. And if you go in the spare room again. <laughs> Oh, for the special talking. No, because it's for your own good, isn't it? Yes, it's, it is. It is for your own good. And you hear us laughing, and when you can hear us laughing in there, then you know that we're having a breakthrough. And then when we come out later on, all flustered and everything, and I've got wet hair, and it's like, that was a really, really good session. Well done. <laughs> well done, Helen. We're really getting somewhere, and you guys are going to be fine. And then I give you a big hug, and you've got that suspicious look on your face. <laughs> and I rub your cheek, and then it's okay, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you going to cook for us next time? Oh, no, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Not that. I'm sorry. Or oh, am th I? Thanks, uh, thanks for having me on, Nico. <laughs> no, don't you round my show up. <laughs> S sit there. I'll round the show up. Okay. Alistair Griggs, as usual, it has been just a sort of extraordinarily troubling delight to have you. Please come back very, very often and we'll continue delving. Would you like that? I'd, I'd like that. Good. Yes, thank you. Good, Alistair. Good. Now I'm going to let you go. Goodbye, Alistair. Goodbye, Nico. 
three, two, one, and he is gone. Remember, if you love the show in a deep and probably unhealthy way, you can help support it on an ongoing and stalky basis on patreon.com forward slash stupid hearts club. Uh, your choice. See you soon, you internet weirdos. I'm, I'm one. <laughs>